I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much, and thank you for tuning in. We appreciate Callaway's. If you're out and about today, now that the weather is turning much prettier, get into a Callaway's and let them know you appreciate their sponsoring this hour all year long for many, many years, in fact. Thank you for listening this morning. Let me establish our phone lines first and foremost. Give me a call this morning. We can talk about anything you'd like to talk about in your landscape, your lawn, your garden, house plants. I do urban horticulture, and I'll try my best to answer your questions. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Don't discuss politics on this program. I don't do uh, rural agriculture, pastures, and and chickens and things like that. I stick with urban horticulture. That's what my degrees are in. And and um, I was going to be a great grower, and I never never got into that. I worked for the Extension Service and then went into media horticulture, and I've done my whole career doing that and intend to do the rest of it. So 800-288-9227. All the lines are open for you now as we begin the program. 800-288-9227. Call now. Mike Bass is running the boards and screening calls. You'll talk to Mike first, and then we'll have you on the air. I begin my program every Sunday morning with a visit with Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. Steve joins us live right now on this 6th of February. Steve, what's happening in your gardens today? Well, good morning. Uh, first morning. of all, last week, yes, you might say that we saw a flurry of activity in the garden as we used frost cloth to cover the most tender annuals. Uh, we've cut back a number of our perennials already. Last week, uh, we also drained the pools in the Japanese garden to remove the sludge, and we will continue to do that this week. This is something we do every two years uh, to clean those pools, and then we fill them again with river water from Lake Worth since the koi fish cannot tolerate or live in chlorinated water. Oh, I didn't know you had to do that. That's quite a quite a chore, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's great, and thank you for doing that. The koi fish are a popular feature at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, very popular feature. Very much so, yes. Yeah. And I know you have a plant that is just beautiful right now in the gardens. Actually, folks have seen this around town, probably wondered what it is. Tell us. Well, it's one of my favorite uh, winter uh, plants. Well, it's not a winter plant, but it just really stands out in the winter. Mm-hmm. And that is Possum Hall Holly. This is a deciduous holly. Uh, it's a native uh, multi-trunked holly. The reaches a mature height of about 15 feet. Possum Hall hollies do come as male and female, so if you want berries, you need to choose a female. And one way you can do that is to purchase the cultivar Warren's Red, which is a female cultivar with particularly large and red berries. Possum all can be planted in full sun or partial shade in just about any kind of soil. We have a beautiful specimen at the north entrance and elsewhere in the garden, but they are loaded with red berries this time of the year, and uh, those really stand out in the winter against a bright blue sky and provide food for the birds as well. So it's a beautiful addition to the winter landscape. Folks, if you are out driving around and you see uh, deciduous bear uh, uh, shrubs, small trees, maybe 12, 15 feet tall, that uh, have orange or orange-red or red berries right now in north-central Texas. That's Possum Hall Holly. And like Steve said, the, the selection Warren's Red was made because it has bigger berries, it has redder berries, and it also doesn't sucker as much. It, it makes a nice uh, nice clump, and it's just beautiful. A lot of people call it deciduous yopon. It's not, not a yopon, really, but... But it's beautiful. What do you have coming up in the garden in terms of events? uh, (laughs) Yes, in terms of events. Well, we do have some coming up uh, uh, this month, in fact. You could say that the garden is embarking on a new adventure with a series of dog days that will take place five weekends in 2022. On these weekends, guests are invited to bring their canine family members to the garden to give them a new leash on life Hmm. in a beautiful outdoor setting. The first dog days is February 18 and 19 from 8 to 5 and promises to be a howling success. More information uh, I will give you next Sunday, and uh, you can also find information on the Garden's website under Calendar and Events. 
all of the information you might want for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden is available, including the uh, upcoming butterfly event in the conservatory. All of that and, and the ticket purchases for that timed entry event for the butterflies, all of that is at the uh, the website. And what is the website? That is fwbg.org. Just the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. You have a 24-hour recorded information line. People can access it any time. What is that number? Yes, that is 817-463-4160. All right. And the location for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And, Steve, I assume all ice is gone now and you're back to normal hours. Is that correct? Yes, yes, right. yes. How yes, do they find yes. you? Uh, we are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Folks, that's just a little bit west, a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, and it is really worth your going to see. Beautiful Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve, thank you so much. Well, thank you. We will talk to you next Sunday morning. Take care. All right. And his uh, uh, the uh, lines are open right now, folks. If you would like to call, I am soliciting phone calls at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Let's talk about how things are faring so far this winter for you, this uh, early spring, what needs to be planted now, what needs to be repaired now, what uh, steps you need to take, how you might plan your relandscaping, whatever you'd like to talk about, pick up the phone, give me a call right now. We have a line open at 800 800- Two eight eight nine two two seven. That's eight hundred two eight eight WBAP. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company sponsored that Fort Worth Botanic Garden report, and they are Texas' premier roofing contractor. They've been serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They have the experience of 100,000 roofs installed. That's a lot of roofing to carry up on tops of homes and businesses. Oh, my goodness, they're good. And they uh, their, their reputation has gotten them that business. The word of mouth and uh, the selective advertising they do, people have gotten the message. These folks are great. They do all kinds of roofs. Composition roof, of course, makes up the, the majority of what they do, but clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs. It's not easy to find companies that will do a slate roof, and they do them beautifully. I've seen their slate roofs. New and residential re-roofing, hail or wind damage, you have that? Well, let them come out and inspect your roof to make sure that the roof is still intact and, and perfect. If it's not, they can show you what needs to be done, either repair or replace. And there's no charge for their home inspection, the roof inspection. Let them come out. You don't need to be doing the climbing. You don't know what you're looking for probably anyway. I certainly didn't. And they found problems and and identified the source of our leaks. And they got them fixed, and they did it in a hurry. This is the roofing company. It's built on integrity, quality, and innovation. The company that I'm proud to recommend, and they are the roofing company. It's been on our roof, replaced our roof. Wortham Brothers Roofing. Call them today at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. I'm Ed Jordan with Callaway's Nursery in Hearst. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. All right, Ed, thank you very, very much. And uh, Ed is a longtime friend. Appreciate him very much. Runs a great nursery for Callaway's. Hope you'll get by and say hi to him. All right, folks, let's uh, get some calls coming in. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, this is a time we can talk about anything that's on your mind. A quick reminder that one week from today, at this very time, we'll be visiting all morning long for the two hours with Dr. George Ray McEachern of Texas A&M. That will be our annual fruit and pecan, grape and blackberry uh, program. Any other fruit uh, in the home orchard or commercial orchard, that will be the program that we turn over completely to George Ray. Dr. McEachern is retired now from Texas A&M as of a year ago, but for 39 years now we've had that annual program and uh, he has brought to us information to help you. As I've always admitted and told you, that is not my strong suit. My background is totally in, in ornamental horticulture and uh, I know enough to be uh, able to help with the easy questions in fruit and pecan uh, uh, growing, 
but uh, it's always amazed me the the depth of the questioning that comes into George Ray on uh, on pecans and on on grapes and wine grapes and and uh, home orchards, home vineyards, uh, strawberry production. Not that it's uh, not that it's easy to grow strawberries, blackberries, raspberries. Another one that's not easy. Uh, figs. What do we do with figs after the cold weather? All that. That'll come up next Sunday. So uh, make a point of uh, marking the calendar to join us for those two hours because I won't be taking any landscape or garden questions, but nothing on vegetables, nothing on uh, lawns or landscapes next week. If you have those questions, they need to come in today. 800-288-WBAP-800. 288-9227. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, we're in the fifth printing of the book. The sixth printing is actually on the presses, and because I anticipated that there might be some supply uh, issues going on, I ordered the sixth printing a little bit early. Thank heavens I did, because paper has been a real challenge. The covers have been printed and the first signatures, and they're sitting on skids waiting for the next batch to print, waiting for the paper to arrive. Well, let me tell you about this book, because you can buy it. I have it in stock. I have the fifth printing, and I can get it to you very quickly. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow, and I'll be putting them in the mail on Tuesday. The orders are really picking up now. So I uh, would encourage you to get this if you have any interest in doing any landscape or gardening this spring, improving things after the cold of a year ago. This will help you. I, I will guarantee you that it will pay for itself by the end of this spring, or I'll refund every penny you spend on it. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I've made that promise to you each of the last several springs, and I've not been asked to refund one penny on this book through the first five printing 74,000 copies. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar, four pages per month telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. That chapter alone, people tell me, pays for the book. Chapter 3 is a comprehensive chapter on trees, lots of pages, lots of information, same on shrubs for Chapter 4, and then vines and ground covers, annuals and perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. So it's all in the book, 840 of my best photos, and more than 25 multi-page charts. 344 pages, high-quality paper. It's on. It's a hardback, and it's printed in San Antonio. Satisfaction guaranteed. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage because I self-published this book. I did not run it through a publishing house. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You buy it directly from me, and they are sitting on pallets in my garage right now because that's the last of the fifth printing, just about the last. There's one more uh, delivery available to me. So here is uh, here is how you order it, since it's not in stores or on Amazon. You order it by calling my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. That's one way. But the better way is to order it from my website right now. It's available to you 24-7, and that is neilsperry.com. You can see a lot more detail about the book at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Only $36.95, satisfaction guaranteed. Order at neilsperry.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is our pastor, and he delivers a wonderful sermon. He is as... As 
easy to talk to and as nice as he sounds in that mention. Hope you'll join us at our church online at sharingtheheart.org. The live stream service is at 10.05. Live services in church uh, in the sanctuary are at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. And then contemporary services are at 9, 10.05, and 11.10. Seven services in that one building each uh, Sunday morning. Let me tell you right now about Arborological Services. I'm going to tell you several things about your trees right now. Your trees may have sustained damage in the ice. A lot of trees did. You need to have a really good tree service company. Do your work if you have to have repairs. Do not try climbing trees that have been damaged by the cold. Do not try that. In fact, I would say if, if, they're, if the trees have any size to them, if, if the branches that broke are the size of your arm or larger, you probably need to have a professional help you because those have enough weight to them that they could hurt you or do damage to structures, your cars, whatever. So just don't mess with them, especially around power lines. All right, so that's number one. Number two, get a certified arborist to do the job for you, somebody with experience. This all is going to lead up to arborological services, but it applies to other quality companies. I don't think Steve Hauser is going to be upset with me for saying that. My sponsor, the people I believe in with all of my heart, would be arborological services. But whatever you do, get a pro working on your trees, because there will be some real quacks that will go up and down the, the streets in the next week or two. Don't succumb to those people. They're butchers. They'll ruin your trees. Okay, so uh, you want a certified arborist, International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborist, ISA. If they claim that they're certified, ask how they're certified. And they need to say ISA. If they say ISA, ask them what it stands for. International Society of Arboriculture. Write that down and just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, the other way to do it is to call Arborological Services because they have 12 of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nobody has that many. Well, they do, and they're great, and they have they have the best crews and the best equipment. Here's the phone number. I, I will tell you. They'll say, we can deal with an emergency if it's across your driveway. We can help you. It may take us a day or two or three, but they're behind. I, I just know they're behind because their their customer base has already called them, said we need help. 866-552-7267. Tell them you're prepared to wait. The trees will wait a few weeks if it takes that for them to get there, as long as they're not laying on the top of your house. 866-552-7267. Arborological.com. Arborological Services. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Carol Dreyer with Callaway's in Houston. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carol, very, very much. Let's go to Allison in Fort Worth, see how Allison is doing. Thanks for calling. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, sir. It's an honor to speak with you. I Thank love your you. book. Thank you. Um, my, I have a regular contractor, and I live in a 10-year-old, 9-year-old spec house. And, you know, they put oak trees or stuff in those yards when you build them. So I have a live oak. And he's telling me I need to pull that almost two-story high oak out because it might upset my foundation and my driveway. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know. How far is it from the foundation? How far is it from the driveway? It's about 15 feet from the foundation, about 12 from the drive. Well, if you ask me, I'm going to back into this answer. If you ask me how, if, if you were starting your landscape and you didn't have any trees in the landscape, Neil, I want to plant a shade tree. How far would I need to be from my foundation and from my drive with a live oak? I would say 30 feet, 25 or 30 oh. feet. And so that is way outside what I would have recommended. Can they coexist yes but you're going to have to do some heroic root pruning to keep them away and and probably put a root barrier or something uh let me ask you another question that's uh, that's kind of important on the on the two-story house part of the thing 
Um, oh, it's a one-story. My, oh, oh, my tree is two-story high. Oh, all right. Gotcha. All right, that helps. Uh, that helps <laughs> a lot. Uh, is it, it So it's going up and over the house? Uh, no, it's not even reaching like the house. It's further out towards the sidewalk. I don't have a big yard. Uh, no, but, but uh, is, the, is the canopy of the tree going up and over the house yet? No. Okay. It probably will. Um, anyway, anyway, that's that's good news too. I this would be the perfect time. Who who told you that? I don't need to know the name. What kind of business was that? A that a a building contractor kind of a person? He he does everything. Yeah. He's, well, but I'm I'm saying was this? A, but was this? Uh, yeah, yeah. This was not a certified arborist. Correct. I know one though from Texas A and M. You probably know her. Actually. You need you need but, to have a certified arborist. Uh, you need okay. to have somebody who is very much a tree person. Uh, look at the tree, see where the okay. the the surface roots are headed, and okay. they can be cut. They the best time to cut them would be October November, so that gives okay. the tree the longest possible time to regrow roots before summertime. And you can discourage roots at that distance. You've got plenty of room to discourage roots from going under the house and under the yep. driveway. So that's that's sure. a possibility. I hate to give up a nice live oak. I've seen live oaks that are much closer than that to homes, and, and the homes are doing all right. That's up to you. So far, so good. But, yes, it's lovely. I don't want to lose it either. I don't think you so, need to necessarily. A certified arborist would get the vote on that one. Okay, thank you so much, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right, let me tell you right now about sunburst shutters. And, Bob in Plano, uh, your question is very valid, and I'll come to you in just a moment. Stay with me. Sunburst shutters. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters, you are about to make a great decision. You may already have made that great decision. And if you've been listening to me for the last 11 years, you've heard me tell you so many times that we love our sunburst shutters. These have We have the three and a half inch louvers they also are available in two and a half and four and a half those four and a half inch louvers are like pieces of lumber they're they're wonderful but you know what they're not made out of wood they're made out of poly wood p-o-l-y it's a man-made man-made materials proprietary to sunburst shutters it is uh, made in a way that it won't crack or warp or split or peel we've had ours like i say 11 years and there has not been one bit of deterioration of any kind and there never will be they're easy to clean they're easy to operate they are fabulous and best of all they're fit for each opening in our home in your home each window is measured carefully and the shutter is made for that window let them come out and show them to you let them come out and measure your windows and tell you what it would cost to have them made for your uh, windows sunburst shutters they are the best 214-343-2601 sunburstshutters.com also available in austin san antonio houston and waco sunburstshutters.com 214-343-2601 news talk 820 wvap 99.5 fm hd2 and wvap.com Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes out Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. From my computer to your email. There are always five stories. One of them will be a featured plant of the week. One will be a featured question of the week. And one will always be gardening this weekend. I always do it to look like an old-fashioned garden section. I think you'll find it very useful. It's free and always will be. Sign up for it where you can see the latest issue. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. DART is resuming operations. I'm Dennis Martin from the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. A different construction project is closed to HOV lanes again at both east and westbound I-30 this time between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. 
For WBAP's First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today, mostly sunny and cool, the high 51 degrees. Tonight, clear skies. It'll still be cold tonight, overnight low 29. Monday, sunny and mild. Monday's high temperature, 54. Right now, 32 degrees in Dallas and 33 in Fort Worth. Dallas area rapid transit, DART. Be back in business today on special hours of operation. Light rail resumes at noon. It'll run through the end of the day today. DART's bus service picked up again at 5 o'clock this morning. It will run until 9 tonight. Regular rail and bus service will be in place and working Monday morning. The remains of a young soldier from Texas who disappeared during the Korean War more than 70 years ago are being returned to the state for burial. The remains of Army Corporal Marvin D. Atkinson of Sudan in West Texas were turned over to the U.S. in 2018 by North Korea. They were identified in 2021. Funeral services scheduled now for February 12th in Colorado City. Atkinson was 18 when he was reported missing December 2, 1950, as his unit was trying to withdraw from the Chosun River. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. There have been times in my life when I was cooped up in a in a cloudy gray environment, and I just wanted to get out into a greenhouse somewhere and do some shopping in a nursery. And if that's where you are, get to Callaway's today. You'll find geraniums in all your favorite colors at your local Callaway's nursery. Geraniums bloom in many shades, including all-time favorites like red or pink. You know those. You love those. You love the smell of geraniums, too. It's just a smell of springtime. You also will love them in dazzling rose and bright violet. Callaway's offers you unmatched quality of these much-loved spring bloomers and big six-inch pots at all of their 21 neighborhood Callaway's nursery locations, and they're just $9.99. For a splash of instant color, add geraniums to containers at your front door or patio. Delightfully low-maintenance, That the word was delightfully, Neil, Geraniums are easy to care for. They have long-lasting blooms, making them ideal for everyone. You can bring them inside if it gets a little bit cool. You can use them as cut flowers, for that matter. Showcase a few geranium stems in a simple vase to add distinction to any area. With bold and beautiful geraniums from Callaway's, you can plant with confidence because because of their 100% satisfaction guarantee on everything they sell. Now, I will tell you ahead of time, you don't want to lose your geraniums because of freeze. They will not stand freezing weather, so leave them in pots so you can set them in if it's going to freeze. They're just beautiful, these geraniums. Geraniums from Callaway's. Every year they have beautiful geraniums. Visit with their Texas certified nursery professionals. Tap into their knowledge. Shop local at their community stores or order online at Callaway's.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your shopping convenience. Callaway's Nursery. Callaway's Life Lived Beautifully. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Advanced Foundation Repair. Well, we got some moisture, and our so- and it's soaked in. I'll tell you, this kind of moisture soaks into the soil, and that means the soil's going to swell up, and that means the foundation's going the other direction now. That's the way it works here in the black clay soils of north-central Texas. Advanced Foundation Repair has been in business for decades now, performing miracles on our homes. Now, when you have a foundation concern of any kind, you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair at 214 214- Three 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 zero 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 three. It's really a rhythmic uh, a phone number. Two one four three 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 zero 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 three. Foundationrepairs.com. Simple as that. And uh, they'll come out and do a home inspection of your foundation with 
sophisticated equipment, you'll get what looks like a topographic map of your foundation. And you'll say, well, what is this? That line going there, that jagged line across my sunroom. That's what we said. They said, well, I hate to tell you, Neil, but that's about a one-inch wide crack in your foundation. And sure enough, when we peeled up the carpet for the uh, for the some some uh, remodeling that we were about ready to do as we had the repairs made on the foundation, there was that crack with all the padding and the carpeting. We hadn't felt it, but oh, my goodness gracious. Well, they made our house whole once again. Advanced Foundation Repair, they are affordable, they are dependable, they are well-proven, and they give you a lifetime guarantee transferable owner-to-owner-to-owner. To owner to owner. And uh, so they are innovative, honest, and punctual. Couldn't ask for anything more. Again, Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com, Advanced Foundation Repair. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood calories help you. I'm Marshall Sapolsky from the North Arlington store, and now back to Neil. He wasn't nervous. He wasn't. He just is efficient with his time. Thank you, Marshall, very, very much. All right, phone number here before we go to Bob in Plano, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now, won't you please? Everybody's going to call at the end of the program and say, I never can get through. Well, we have a line open waiting for you right now at 800-288-9227. Bob, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Uh, yes, long, long, long time listener. Many, many, many time caller. Thank you. Um, every February, March time frame, um, I get the mower out and the trimmer out and cut back my Asian jasmine and liriope. Five years ago, I put in some monkey grass, and it's getting very tall. Am I able to trim that back, too? Yeah, it sets it back a good bit. I've done that once. Um, I don't think I've done it more than once in, in 40 years with mine. Um, and it sets it back. It come, it will come back beautifully. I know at the Dallas Arboretum, uh, they have done that through the years to keep it very uniform. And I asked about it and they said, yeah, we do it every year. Um, and that might make it easier by doing it once after you remember the ice storm about, uh, eight years ago where so many of the 18 wheelers were turning over down South of Dallas. That was sure. the ice storm that laid down on top of our ground covers and everything. We had it in McKinney as well, and it browned all of my Mondo grass so badly that that, that was the year that I mowed ours. And it was a bear to mow that. Oh, my goodness, it was tough. It's so thick. Um, and and so be prepared for that. You'll have to do it very slowly and... Uh, it, it, it is really fibrous. It, it will be a workout for your mower. You'll need the best mower in town. But, yes, you can do that. Okay. Any, any particular time of year, February, March, like I do the oh, other? Definitely, definitely soon. Uh, you don't want to do it after it starts to grow. What you, what you don't want to do with uh, it and with the liriope is cut it, especially the liriope, is cut it after the new, uh, the new shoots of growth come up because you don't want to have square ends on the leaves. Wouldn't, you wouldn't notice it so much on the mondo grass, monkey grass, but uh, you don't want to have the, the ends frayed cut. Okay. But, yeah, I'd try to do it in the next couple of weeks if you're going to do it. You know what I might even try, Bob, is you, you might want to go back in the back somewhere, back behind the shrubs or way over there out of sight and try about five feet of it and see how you like it, see how it goes. Don't just start right out in the middle of the bed. That's just well, a, I, my situation won't allow me to do that. This is right up front to the sidewalk. It's all the same, the huh? It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> You're taking no, the no plunge. <laughs> yep, no hiding it. <laughs> you won't kill it. That's the good news. You won't kill it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I feel about the Asian jasmine, too. I don't think well, I Well, you know what? It comes back. Isn't it amazing how beautiful it is when it comes back? Oh, it is. It's yeah, great. it is. All right. Well, I appreciate your call, and thanks for all those calls over the years. So, okay, have a great day. Have a good one. Thank you so much. This is an unusual day, I will tell you right now. I see the ratings. I know we're doing fine there, and, and I don't bring that up other than to say it is hard today to get calls. People are sleeping in or they're getting out for the first time in three days. I don't know what's going on, but uh, but this would be a time that a call would be very appreciated. 800-288-WBAP, 800 800- 
888-9227. So a um, couple of things that I will mention to you. Uh, you remember we talked about a month ago uh, with live oaks and uh, Chinese tallows and a few lace bark elms, and I made the comment that if you have trees that were damaged by the cold a year ago, you need to get them out of the way. Well, if they didn't come down from this ice storm, they are further weakened, those that were in bad shape after the cold a year ago. They are further weakened, and it's just really imperative that you get them out of the way soon if they were damaged enough that they weren't going to survive anyway. Any dead tree left over from a year ago, get that baby down before it falls. Don't let it fall. Now, if it's alive and thriving uh, or, or trying to come back and making really good progress, I'm not talking about that kind of a tree, but if you have a tree that is in serious distress, uh, you need to have it brought down, and, and, and that's where you need to hire the professional, unless it's way out in the open and you can do it safely. Um, the, uh, just to have addressed it, I was thinking this morning as I was eating breakfast, there, it's, it's going to get a little bit warmer in the next few days. And I, I just wonder how soon it will be until somebody says, Neil, should we start thinking about pre-emergent weed killers? The time for pre-emergent weed killers for crabgrass and grass burrs, uh, which would be the next application will be. Uh, the first, uh, between the 5th and 15th of March. Uh, I don't care if it turns to 90 degrees in the next day. Uh, it's not time for pre-emergent weed killer. Uh, don't, don't rush that season, even if it does turn warm. It's, the ground is still very, very cold from this. So just keep that in mind as well. Let me, uh, we, we have Christopher in Crescent who has called. Let's go ahead and take that call. Then I'll take my last break for this hour. We uh, would love to hear from you. 800 288 WBAP. Christopher, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Chris. Yes, sir. How can I help you? I've got a, um, um, I experimented for several years and found out that I really like the Salvia Gregi along the front of my house, best of all. But I know that uh, they die back pretty hard in the wintertime, and I'm kind of wondering how back, how far back I should cut them during the winter. Uh, you need to cut it back by about half, and that needs to be done by the middle of February, um, in fact, I would probably do it by February 1 most years because um, they will be in bloom. If you get a warm February, they'll be in bloom by the middle of February. But you prune them kind of like you do bush roses by 50%, and you'll get a nice burst of new growth, and they'll, they'll look beautiful that way. Uh, that's, it, it's, it's the one salvia that you don't prune more heavily than that even. Got it. So, so today and tomorrow, basically. <laughs> Be perfect. Well, it's not because of the cold. You're not under quite the time constraint. But, yeah, I'd try to do it in the next few days. Now would be perfect. Okay, yes, thank sir. you, Kyle. Appreciate it. You are welcome. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. All right, Michael and Burleson, stay with me. We are going to come right back to you. Let me get this break out of the way. And uh, I want to tell you about my book once again. If you don't know salvia gregi, it is probably the best and the most uh, perennial of all the salvias. It is a shrubby salvia, just a beautiful plant, very common. Once you see a photo of it and read about it a little bit, you'll say, oh, I know that plant. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is your go-to gardening reference written for every uh, county in the state of Texas. I wanted it to be for the whole state. And so let me tell you about the chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. It talks about our climatic zones and why I think the 1990 plant hardiness zone map is much more accurate than the 2012 map. The USDA upgraded their map, and I think they missed it. They uh, were too heavily influenced by the, the warm winters of the early part of this, uh, this uh, century. And, boy, we have proven that in the last uh, five years. So that's explained in there, the soils of Texas, rainfalls of Texas, a lot of other things that you need that apply to all the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of uh, when to do every task in your landscape and garden. 48 pages of that information to keep you right on top of things. And then complete and detailed chapters finish out the book chapters on trees shrubs vines ground covers annuals perennials lawns fruit and vegetables and uh, you'll i think you'll be really pleased with how much information is in each of those chapters it'll help you pick the right plants care for them properly and uh, 
save a lot of money in the process. Make the right decisions. Do things at the right times. 344 pages, 840 of my photos. It's printed in Texas by fellow Texans, not in not in China. That's where most of the books are being printed now. And I didn't want that. I didn't want a book called Lone Star Gardening to say printed in China. That just didn't seem right. And uh, the book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I wanted to be able to sign every copy as it sells, and so it is self-published. Uh, it's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. That saves you about twenty dollars right there, because it isn't in stores and it isn't on Amazon. It comes directly from my garage to your mailbox. Order it from neilsperry.com. That's your best way, better way of, of getting the book. neilsperry.com. You can call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, and that is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order it at neilsperry.com. I'll sign your book, satisfaction guaranteed, or a full refund. 74,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund. That is N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Whiskey Stone is open Monday through Saturday, and they are great people. You'll love that visit. At Mueller, they believe in value. Mueller's Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come back by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But you know what? True value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase, also in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Mueller is spelled M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Call them today at 877-2-MUELLER. It might be better done on a Monday morning, but 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553, or visit them online at Mueller, Inc., Com. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Ginger from the South Lake Callaways, and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Ginger, very, very much. Folks, if you're out in the Callaways today, look up Ginger or her counterpart at any of the other nurseries, other Callaways, and let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship. That means a great deal to them and certainly to me. Let's go to Michael in Burleson. Michael, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I, uh, uh, I, I had a few questions. We have, I planted six um, live oaks in 2014. Everything was fine. You know, I used the tree spikes and this, that, and the other. Whatever I, The company I bought them from kind of gave me a uh, a guideline on how to raise them. And they did fine until, you know, basically last year when we had that 10 days worth of cold weather. And they're just not good. Even now, they're yellowish. The leaves have started turning yellow with this cold weather. Okay. All right. Uh, what did you see in April, May last year after the cold? What what sorts of things did you see on the trees? Well, they came back. They came back pretty, you know, they came back a little awkward. Some of them kind of 
they got leaves in the center of the tree and not necessarily all the way out on the outside or the farthest part of the limbs. But they did come back, and uh, they, now they're looking bad again. All right. Uh, I'll address the bad again part of it in a moment. Um, last year, uh, did you notice any of the bark separating from the trunks? I did not, no, sir. All right. Uh, you might want to check and see if that has happened, and, and if any of those that had the the uh, dieback on the ends of the branches, uh, you might look at those especially and see if the bark separated. There was It's called radial shake, R-A-D-I-A-L, radial shake. I don't know mm-hmm. that your trees uh, are going to show any of that, but it was quite common last year after the cold. And uh, a lot of the trees in North Texas that, that had that canopy thinning and canopy dieback uh, had radial shake. I mean, there were trees that lost all of their bark up and down their trunks. Really strange looking. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a, a very bad sign. Um, if, you're, if your trees, I'm going to speak in a singular, if, if a tree has half or more of its leaves, it's probably going to be fine. Uh, and especially if all the bark is intact. Uh, so that's a measure if you can go out and look at the worst of the trees and see if uh, if it had half of its leaves and if the bark is intact, odds are it's going to be fine. The yellowing at this time of year um, is very likely the beginning of the leaf change out for next year's leaves, for this growing season's leaves. They drop all their leaves in late February, March, uh, to make room for next year's, for, for well, for this spring's, for the 2022 leaves. And uh, it may be that the cold brought that on a little bit early this year. I don't know. Okay. Were they yellow Were they yellow two weeks ago at all? Yeah, a little bit, yes. Uh-huh. They, so, that's why what's concerned me. Of course, you know, you don't want to lose them because they're so expensive and so hard to to get to take. No, I understand go. that, and I've had to I've had to hold hands with a lot of people uh, after last year who lost trees that were forty years old, or that have trees that were hurt badly that were forty yes, years sir. old. So I I understand that. I get that. Um, I have live oaks on my property, and some of them don't look too good. So I I get that. But uh, odds are these are going to be fine. You'll know better in April or May by the time they commit to this year's growth. And if they all held their leaves all last year and just had some dieback, then odds are that, that they'll be fine. Without seeing your trees, I can't really judge how, how much they were hurt by the cold last year. I'm a lot more worried about the, the fact that they had some dieback last year than I am about the yellowing for this year. Okay, okay. Well, And they did. They all came back with some types of leaves. Some of them came back just fine. Some of them looked um awkward if you will you know they didn't well and that's that's the way live oaks were last year i I took hundreds of calls and questions in my uh, newspaper columns other places about live oaks you're certainly not alone and uh and there are a lot of live oaks that don't exist today that that died last year and have been taken down already so and and so you're ahead of that game Your, your trees are still out there hanging on so Let's just wait and see how they look by April. As far as uh, one thing you did mention that I would say is probably not necessary, and that's the fertilizer spikes. I think you can broadcast fertilizer on the top of the ground and water it in well, and the trees will get the nutrients they need. The spikes put all of the fertilizer in one spot, and uh, it's somewhat equivalent to eating a huge meal once every two or three days as opposed to eating three good meals a day. Uh, it's it's just too much at one spot and nothing 15 inches away. And so it's, in my opinion, in my opinion, better to do a broadcast spread. The, most of the roots of the live oaks are near the surface of the soil anyway. And uh, so that that would be my one recommendation is just do broadcast application. What you put on your lawn is what the trees need anyway. So just make an extra pass beneath the trees with your lawn food and you should be fine. Okay. Okay. Well, I do appreciate you, sir. Well, thanks for the call. Have a great day. Take care. Yes, sir. All right. We'll go to another call. This will be our friend Buck in University Park. Buck, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Neil, I've got a, we've got a, a bed with some Japanese aurelias and some holly ferns in it. And some of them, uh, of course, last year they were, they kind of pretty much died back when the brutal cold in last February. But this 
this February, they're having kind of the same problem on some of them. Some of them really look bad. And I'm trying to figure out uh, the best way, I guess, do I just, on the holly ferns, do I just trim the dead leaves? Because, you know, they've kind of got a central stalk in them. Do I, is that, should I leave that there or just trim off the dead, the bad leaves of the whole thing? I, well, first of all, Buck, I really would encourage you to get some frost cloth and lay it over the holly ferns. I don't know about the Aurelias because they're a lot taller. I, I would do that with them anyway if you're trying to save them uh, each time it gets cold like this. And then you won't have this discussion. You might on the Aurelia. I've been able for many, many years to pull my holly ferns through uh, with uh, with frost cloth over them. Um, they are in a somewhat protected spot on the south side, shaded south side of our house where they don't get the north wind. And so I may have a, an advantage there. But, but the last thing we did Tuesday was cover them with the frost cloth. I said, oh, my gosh, I remember my three holly ferns out there. Better get them covered. And I'm glad I did because, boy, it was brutal. Um, well, I would trim I would trim them off a leaf at a time, and a leaf, of course, on a holly fern is 18 inches long. It's the whole the whole frond. Okay. And and I did. Well, I'd gone to the I'd gone around looking for some frost cloth, but I guess with all the supply chain issues, it was it was hard to find. But I finally got some. Uh, was able to order it. And that should be here pretty quick. So, Good. you know, maybe, maybe it's too late, but at least I'll have it for the rest of the year. And well, you'll have it, and you can on. reuse it. So so when you yeah. buy it and use it, uh, most of the brands are durable enough that they can be used. The stuff I'm using I've used for four or five years, and it's been on some of my plants for as long as a month at a time. So yeah, I've heard you mention that you kind of you just leave it there for a while. It's been on for a month now. Um, okay. The except for the holly ferns, I forgot them. The first cold spell, um, the uh, and and I know this this hour is sponsored by Callaways, and we'll do something I rarely do. They had it um, right before Christmas. I was out taking some photos of other things, and I saw that they had a big supply then. So supply chain may not have had the backup, but it, they did have it at that point. Buck, I gotta run. Thanks for the call. We'll be back, folks. <laughs> 